welcome to Savalira. This is Shepherd Bridgetower. And this is Henry Dubois. And we're with you again to, yeah, have another chat because we're just a couple of housemates um, who wanted to keep in touch. So we've created our podcast, Savalira. How are you going, Henry? I'm very well, thank you, Shepin, um, on this fine afternoon, that is. It is a lovely day here, wherever we are. It's quite nice outside. Mm. Um, sunny. Mm. Sunny, and it's got a mild breeze, I, I think, from, from the stroll outside. Exactly, before. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we are back in, well, in a room. Um, it's nice painting around here. Nice. I think it's south of France, I believe. Mm. A dude sitting out in a sort of a luscious patch of grass feeding some ducks. Mm. Seems like an absolute dream, I reckon. It does, with a nice chateau in the background too. Yeah. Mm. But no, look, um, I guess before we sort of... I think the first thing we talked about um, was touching on some of the, thoughts, the things we mentioned last time. We, we talked about the Kamaliza radio. and That is true. One of the songs was by Zanzibar. I think we, we yeah. couldn't figure out what the old name was. Exactly. I mean, the word Zanzibar rang a bell, but we couldn't quite identify the, the sort of sound that the bell was making. And we might, at least not we, I <laughs> might have suggested that it was a name of an African country. It was more re... Uh, and, and, it's, and, and, and then I went and suggested that it might, might, might be uh, Zimbabwe, and that was very wrong. So Zimbabwe was previously called Rhodesia, mm. and um, I believe Zanzibar is a region mm-hmm. of Tanzania. That's is, right, a region in Tanzania. Yeah, which is um, in uh, central... Oh, at least, well, it's not southern Africa and not mm. northern Africa. So I would say central, yes. central Africa yeah. is... I think a, a, a you know a mm. decent description of uh, of Tanzania's geographical location. So mm. yeah, we, we we don't want to spread the old misinformation. Mm. So we'll try and um, yeah sort of correct any any errors that we might we might have we might we might make. I guess another thing that I wanted to clarify. This is sort of it's not of much importance, but oh no, it's not irrelevant. But um, we we sort of um, oscillated with our degree of confidence in relation to how connected Lanks, one of our favourite artists, was to the, yeah. uh, the, the sort of region of Australia. Turns out he is from Australia, and he's, I believe, from Melbourne, mm-hmm. and he, at least for a period of time, has been based in, um, in the United States. So we won't sort of geographically locate where in the United States, because I guess, who knows, maybe he's touring or whatever. Mm. But yeah. I think if you are in the US... Um, Check out Lanks. He has a has an Instagram, and I'm sure he has other stuff that you can check him out on. So, things worth checking him out. And also, if you, you know, I'm sure he's. I mean, look, I I, I certainly hope he's big enough to do world tours. Do you reckon he's big enough? Mm. Oh, I think so. Yeah. I think he's got a pretty significant following. Doesn't need 150 or thousand followers on Spotify. Yeah, I I'm saying you know a loyal follower like yourself too. You know exactly. So. I wouldn't be surprised if he was touring. Yeah, I reckon I'm a I'm a loyal follower, and that's a loyal with a with an L. Mm. And you know, I'm sure I'm sure that other people like like me who also really um, also really enjoy his uh, also really enjoy his music. Mm. But definitely recommend checking him out. Yeah, and speaking of other things that we enjoy, business discussions. Mm-hmm. As I'm sure you, uh, from the previous episode, we were able to. Uh, I'm going to say breakdown, but like, I'm not sure <laughs> I'm not sure how well we broke it down, but we discussed a sort of economics related idea that's been sort of a ricocheting mostly around my mind. And then we've, you know, um, had discussions about it. Um, have you had any thoughts since then about, about the idea? 
Um, Henry? I have. I, I think the, the, the one interesting aspect, I think, that stems from our discussions related to, I think, the idea of the cooperative and also, um, I guess, what the implications are. I think that was a more recent development, I would say, in the idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like the idea of um, cooperatives, essentially, like, I guess, you know, sort of um, broadly explained, the, the idea of I guess cooperatives are just like a, a different structure in which a business mm. can be sort of set up in. Mm. Um, and, they, you know, I think, as you, as we mentioned previously, um, they don't tend to be... to tend to be that common and I guess from what I can understand there are a range of um, different different types of, of cooperatives but I guess mm-hmm. from what I've been reading about them, one thing that I really like about them is um, the fact that they sort of empower the people that are involved I mean I guess provided it's a, it's a sort of worker cooperative um, I guess from my understanding it means that the workers have a sort of more active role in making sort of um, management not so much management decisions, but decisions about who mm. makes those decisions. So they have a role in, in influencing management. And, uh, well, you know, I'm not sure if this is a sort of um, a blanket um, rule, but they also have a, um, oh, in, in, some, in some cases, they might be in, you know, involved in things like profit sharing and things like that. So if the company does well, the um, the uh, the employees do well. And I think that's, you know, I think that's something that's quite, quite good. Mm. The idea that if someone's working hard and they're improving the company's bottom line, they also get... Um, get get you know mm. a fruit some mm. some of the fruits of their labor. Mm. Mm. I think that's that's a, that's a very interesting way of looking at how the mechanism can actually help benefit others. I think mm. you know that quite a utilitarian type approach. I think um, yeah. So I think there's definitely some value there, and it might even help revive some interest around um, cooperatives, given exactly. that they're not yeah it's common. Yeah, and I guess the question is like, how, what does it have to do with the mechanism? I like. In an ideal world, again, this is like, you know, this is, this is, um, we've, we've sort of overcome a lot of, oh, we're, ma- we're making a lot of assumptions, assuming the idea works and stuff. It'd be very interesting to, to explore the idea, um, via a different business structure. Um, so sort of, if you're to, to, to structure it in this, you know, in the form of a, of a cooperative in which, um, workers get a, get a, get a, you know, get a, Mm. Um, portion of the of the profit, assuming the idea is to, is to um is to work, and I guess in in my in my mind, it would be also interesting to see if you can somehow distribute some of the profits to to consumers too. I think it'd be interesting to have a business in which, you know, producers, consumers, and workers all benefited. Now, of course, that sounds like some sort of utopian vision and probably highly highly unrealistic but you know if we are if if we can sort of jump to the if we, if we can take a leap of faith and assume that you know a mechanism can result in sort of nearly infinite you know returns why not just mm. also mm. you know conjure up a world in which producers consumers and workers benefit so we might as well just sort of uh you know go haywire with the uh <laughs> with the um with the dreaming provided, you don't sort of you know become too delusional. <laughs> no, indeed. How 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 did you come come across the the cooperative idea and how that end up coming linking that to your mechanism? Yeah, so so I was just sort of yeah, just um, I sort of doing some sort of general reading and just watching a few, few sort of videos about I guess a range of um, a range of topics. And I just happened to come across a video in which a yeah, fairly sort of famous professor, I think, is. By the name of Noam Chomsky is a linguist, as far as I know. Um, happened to mention um, the idea of of uh, of cooperatives. Um, and then I just sort of did did a bit more research and 
asked some uh, sort of friends and family members if they'd had much interaction with cooperatives and, you know, happened to, to know a few people who um, grew up in sort of um, areas that relied upon farming to, to you know, so, so which actually said, um, um, agriculture was the main sort of source of revenue in, in, in those particular areas. Um, and so they happened to, to um, at least have had some interaction with, mm. with, uh, with, with cooperatives. However, you know, the big sort of bonding fact, the sort of big common thread was this was something that happened um, decades ago and, and, and these days it tend not to be tend not to be that common. But I think, you know, they were quite good in terms of giving people a greater sense of agency. So, mm. you know, mm. p- p- people felt um, as though they were sort of in, involved in something bigger than themselves because in many cases they were. Um, I think it's, yeah, I, mean, I think it's good to sort of form those collections of, of individuals to form, to form, you know, big strong bodies who can sort of advocate um, for themselves and hopefully, you know, not be sort of taken advantage of um, when they're in sort of vulnerable situations, which is often the case when, um, you know, sort of larger corporations are dealing with, you know, individuals as opposed to, mm, opposed that's to right. you know, bigger groups. So, yeah, I think, you know, the idea of cooperatives, um, you know, is quite interesting. And, and, and I don't know, what, what do you think, Henry, in terms of, you know, if cooperatives are more sort of prevalent in our society, what, what, what sort of implications might, might those have? Hmm. I think that's a good question. I, I think they, I mean, I'm not sure exactly the reasons why they're not used, you know, as much these days, but I think if they were to be implemented more broadly, um, I think it will, first it would actually change the way people thought about, um, sort of how how things are distributed. I think like, like you mentioned, Mm. um, that's distributed with the D, is it? Yeah, that's right. Distributed. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think, how people think about sharing things around to um i think that sort of does reset that that framework you know rather than you know centralizing you know control of power to 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 someone who then decides what happens with certain things yeah yeah yeah, Um, yeah. so i think it's it's definitely something that that will challenge the status quo exactly yeah yeah i think it it would definitely challenge the status quo and the idea of sort of distributing the power and distributing the gains is um yeah something that it's it, 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 it's, it's interesting and it's interesting to think that there is a um a framework to do that mm. um and it's yeah not particularly prevalent um uh in the sort of day and age that that we are that we're currently mm. living in but i guess one thing that is quite prevalent in in most areas especially sort of urban areas are cafes mm. now we're just gonna have a quick chat about i don't know what we look for in a cafe we've Sort of recently walked. We we recently walked around a mm. a new area. I guess actually no, it's new to me, but not so much to to you. You're all sort of familiar with um somewhat. I would yeah, say. I guess you're somewhat familiar with mm. you. You know, you have a an acquaintance or some you know sort of know some people in the, in in mm. the area and mm. um eating a pizza or two from the area. So, <laughs> so you, this, this is this is an area that you're familiar with, and I'm I'm not, I'm not as much. And we're sort of recently looking for. For a new cafe, which led us to think like, what are we looking for in a cafe? What do we like? Mm. You know, what sort of vibe do we like? What food do we looking for? What's going to keep us coming back? Mm. So I'm going to, you know, chuck this over to you, Henry. Like we, 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 we end up going to a place which, which you've heard of before. Mm. And I've been to a couple of times. Mm. Um, I went there once for myself. Mm. Got a hot chocolate. Really enjoyed it. Park next door. Mm. Fantastic. Went there again with um with uh, an, another friend of mine again really great had a nice conversation, you know I think I had like an orange I had I had a juice or something 
Hmm. Like high quality cheap. By the way, the best juice I've ever had is um, I went to, I happened to be in Australia once and I went to um, Sydney hmm. and there's a great place. I think it's near, um, anyways, it's, it's, I guess it's near water, but like a lot of places are near near water. <laughs> but I had a great juice. I can't remember what it's called, but it was great. It was very, very good. I think it had, well, I think it was orange and like passion fruit or whatever, something like that. Have you ever had a juice that you just like, just sticks in your mind? I, I did. And I have to say, it actually was in Sydney too. Oh, really? When I was there, yes. Although, and it, and it was close to the water. Yeah. Um, and by that, I mean closer to the, 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 the sea. Yeah. Um, it was along, along sort of a, a coastal um, area and there was a nice juice bar there and they yeah. actually served excellent juice. There you go. And I thought, hmm. Maybe, you know, wherever we're at now, if mm. only they serve better juices. Exactly. Or maybe we've just had a different climate. Like, maybe it just has something to do with the climate. Mm. Although, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's the climate. Maybe it's just, like, fruit supply. Mm. But Or the yeah. mixture, perhaps. Or maybe. Mm. So, yeah. But, like, juices are great. But the point being, yeah, went to this cafe, had a nice juice. And I, I guess I like it because it's close. So I guess mm. for me, that's, that, that, that's a big... Convenience. Convenience, exactly. Mm. Especially okay. like if, if, you know, you're just going to a cafe just to grab a lunch. Nothing mm. special. Mm. Convenience for me is like... Up okay. There. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I think it's the almost... Perhaps not the opposite for me, but I think um, convenience is a factor. But I would say the sorts of food they serve would also be mm. a key factor for me. So, like, what are we thinking about food-wise? Food wise? Food-wise, I, I mean, it depends what you're thinking of. I mean, cafe, are you thinking breakfast food, mm. brunch or lunch mm. or dinner? Uh, is it probably brunch? I think, yeah, brunchy, mm. breakfasty stuff. Mm. Like, what's, what's going to keep you coming back? I, I think, the, the, for me, the way to adjudicate that is um, how, how well they serve their basic dishes, you know. For example, mm. you know, if they had... A scrambled eggs dish, you know. Mm-hmm. And again, we're going back to my obsession with eggs, <laughs> but you know, look how well they serve that, and I think that's often a good benchmark. Mm-hmm. Um, if they do, you know, something quite simple well, then mm-hmm. I think that's cause for going back. Yeah. Although I have to say, um, I tend not to go back to the same cafes oh, because really? I want to try new places all the time. Yeah, but how many new places are there? And and well, like, what if you find one that you really, really, really like? Then then I would go back. Yeah. Then I would go back. Uh, although, you know, there are only a handful of places that I would actually go back to. Oh, really? Um, because I think that, yeah, I think so the food being one, I think the second, it, it's, you know, the atmosphere, the vibe. Mm. Don't you think? I think a place, you know, like, for example, you know, you mentioned that the cafe that you went to mm. with a friend, you, you had a good conversation, you know, perhaps it was the conversation and the setting that was conducive to having that good, good conversation. That is true. And like this place that we went to, I got I, I lucky because, you know, quite airy hmm. and there's you know good good amount of natural light especially on a really nice day hmm. um so i think yeah like the vibe actually sorry the, the 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 sort of ambience created by the um by the sort of day call and stuff like that definitely does make a does make a difference um i guess for me like food wise i'm probably not as bothered like i don't hmm. think i've ever gone to a cafe because i mean i've gone to restaurants and i guess i have to stratify the difference in restaurants and cafe i think cafe hmm. for me is just like you're more going there to just like catch up with someone. Mm, mm. Whereas like at a restaurant, it's like, I need to get some food. So I'm going to go there. So like, sure. There's like a, you know, a Japanese place that I really, really like. Mm. And they have like a, a chicken katsu, which I really, really like. So mm. I just go there for the chicken katsu. But I never go there to sit down. Like I probably sat down there once and I've eaten there like a lot of time. Well, not recently, but like mm. before I used to eat there somewhat, not frequently, but like 
you know, more than once. Mm. Okay, more than multiple times. <laughs> so multiple times. <laughs> so, yeah. So that one I just like went to because I, like that was the food that was you throwing like the me food. there. Mm. And it was just like, it, it's, you know, near, near, a, uh, near, near a sort of uh, big train station and sort of nestled between like, mm. you know, a juice store and I don't even know, some like sweet store or something. Mm. And like, there's not much natural light sort of mm. down the laneway. So it's like, it's not, ambience wise, I guess it depends what kind of vibe you like. It's not a bad vibe, but like, I don't really want to sit down and eat there. So it's not conducive to a conversation. No, exactly. Mm. No, no. But like cafe, I think is more just like, where's a good place for a conversation? And that's why um, the food to me doesn't really matter as much as more, but, Mm. you know, I guess proximity and like in, you know, sort of uh, decor. Mm. But I'm not really a decor snob, I don't think. I hope not. No? Do you reckon you're a decor snob? I think... I probably wouldn't admit it. <laughs> I don't say um, probably deep, deep down, yeah. maybe. You're just you're just a closeted day now. Yeah, maybe. I, I would say so. I think. Well, I think it also depends on. I mean, it depends how ugly some of the fittings are in the store. So okay. how 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 ugly can something be? That? Like, what's you know what? Have you ever been just repulsed by the sort of you know, environment that you've walked into? I have, actually. I think that there has been a cafe that I've been to before. Oh, really? Where um, the decor was just incoherent. Oh, really? And, you know, the there was no continuity in, in you know, sort of the tables didn't quite match. The the overall vibe, I mean, the tables were a bit... Um, I, I recall the tables sort of had this um, veneer-type um, look to it, mm-hmm. but... The walls were filled with abstract art, and okay. but the floors were red, and okay. I was just very. I, I thought it was you know the place was somewhat confused. Yeah, the thing it's like, it's like it's like someone who wears like a patented shirt, a striped suit, and a dot and, and a spotty tie. Exactly. It's like you're doing too much. Exactly. Like, something has to be playing on. Exactly. You. <laughs> and the food wasn't you know spectacular, oh, really? so I thought, hey, you know, you can be confused. So maybe maybe <laughs> maybe I have a day course. It's not deep down, but yeah. There you go. No, look, you know, I I, I think. I think there's nothing wrong with being a day course mob. Like, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm easily pleased from a day course perspective. Like, I'm mm. a simple guy. Mm. I like plain, simple things. Mm. And I, I mean, I don't like too much colour, but I'm also not repulsed by too much colour. Okay. But, like, I can totally understand how you can walk into something and just be like, look, there's way too much going on here. Like, exactly. What are we doing? <laughs> Keep it simple. Exactly. It's like, it's like someone, you know, goes to a store with their kid. You know, mm. like a kid in a can store is like, I want that, I want that, I want that, exactly. I want that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. you got to keep it simple. And, you know, and speaking of sort of simple things, you know, mm. I think games, which have, we, we sort of talked about basketball last time, and that's a pretty simple sport. You know, it you throw, throw a ball through a hoop and you score and hopefully you win. Exactly. Like Devin um, Booker. Yeah, well, that's right. We talk about D Booker. Yeah. Um, I think the, the, there's some upcoming all-star game uh, we can talk about. There is. Uh, I believe it's in, well... It's soon. Mm. Um, and yeah, so the, the All-Star game, it's like it, it used to be uh, like an Eastern... So the two conferences in the, in the NBA, mm. Eastern Conference versus Western Conference. Um, but now they sort of just... I mean, and, 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 well, and, uh, essentially how, how it works is um, the fans can vote for players mm. um, and then the top five vote-getters from each conference are sort of automatically in and then um, the remaining players on each team are picked by um picked by coaches and media i believe right um so yeah and and and, and the highest vote getters um in each uh conference mm-hmm. are the captains right um and so yeah this this year 
the captains are LeBron James for the mm-hmm. West. Oh, for he was the highest weight getter in yep. the Western Conference, and unsurprising, our man Kevin Durant. Kevin, oh. if only his foot was a bit shorter, he would have <laughs> hit the three as opposed to a two. Durant. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the game is on. Um, I guess our time. So I think it's on. It's on the Sunday. Mm. Um, so it's this Sunday actually. So the twentieth, I believe. Okay. Um, so yeah, it should be it should be good. I believe it's in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, so LeBron James is a Cleveland Cleveland person, right? Um and yeah, I, th- I think I think it should be good fun. Look, it, you know, in terms of a quality basketball game, it's not the most quality. Just because, no, you don't like, think so? No, because everyone's just there. Like no one wants to get hurt, and everyone's just sort of there for fun. Okay, um, so it's more an amicable sort of game. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just yeah. It was just nice to see all those uh, sort of great players mm. on uh you know on the court at the same together. time. Like mm. this year, you know, the big names, like Giannis will be there, Joel Embiid, who's a Senegalese mm. uh, player for the 76ers. Um, we have, of course, you know, Steph Curry, Chris mm. Paul, uh, you know, just all the... Uh, all the all, Heavy hitters. Know, yeah, all the, all the big names will be there. So, mm. I mean, hopefully, hopefully it's a good game. But I think, you know, all the um, events that's around... Um, that's around the game are, are always are always fun. So there's a there's a dunk contest. Oh, okay. Um, that's the day before. Can anyone partic- participate in that? Or? Uh, so so it's 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 um you know, it's it's um it's NBA players. It's, okay, it's, it's right. The name. Although, like, I think that's a great idea. It would be fun to just have like some random off the street exactly participate in that. And I think like, I think I think well, <laughs> I I think it would be fun if like you have like a really good. Dunker, who's just some random off the street, mm. an NBA player, and then just like an average Joe. Because <laughs> like, I always, even though like, I'm an NBA fan, I think sometimes I underappreciate just how talented these people are. Mm. Like they're actually insanely talented, but like some of them don't look as good when they're compared to other NBA mm. players. But like compared to the average person, they're like insanely talented. Mm. So I think it'd be good to just have like some random person trying to dunk and then, you know, they're basically <laughs> touching the net and then you just have like an NBA player actually dunking it. And then you have just some, some <laughs> random person who's also like insane. It's, it's, you know, it's the, the, I've, I've actually thought the same thing about um about the Olympics. Okay. If, you know, imagine if like in the hundred meter sprint, mm. there was just like a random person who was running the hundred meter sprint. I guess it's like you saying bolt or something. Yeah, just to like give people an indication just how quick these people are. Because mm. have you true. ever like looked at you know the person's coming last in it's the hundred meter final? Quite fast. Exactly. Very fast. Would you volunteer if they asked you to be like that person? Would you do it? Oh, I mean. I would. I think just to demonstrate how incapable I am at running, yeah, sure. <laughs> so just embarrass yourself on, like, international TV. Yeah, well, I think it will be fun. I, I think that's that's the whole point of it. Really? I think it will be fun. Yeah. I, um, but, yeah, I would absolutely be miles behind those people. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and, and, like, I would... Would you... I would do it provided they made me do like the 100 meter sprint and not like the 42k marathon. Oh, because I'm not yeah. running a marathon. <laughs> no. like, yeah, look, the average person doesn't run a marathon, so I'll see. <laughs> You'd probably take a couple of days, go to bed, and then resume the marathon the yeah, next exactly. day. Yeah, exactly. Just like, you know, book a hotel for me <laughs> in addition to, you know, buying me a new pair of shoes to, uh, to complete the marathon. Mm. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I think that's. Um, no, I think I would. I think that would be a fun thing to do. It's mm. like a maybe a claim to fame type situation. Yeah. You just range, but it'll be embarrassing, no doubt. It would be. No but doubt. I mean, look, run, I mean, 100 meters spin, someone I would do. Swimming? Not, I mean, I'm sort of 50, 50 no. maybe. Like, nothing, nothing too long. Marathon? Definitely not. What about cycling? Cycling, I would. Yeah. I mean, cycling is a lot of fun. Why? Uh, is it just because you like spin classes? 
Well, well, that and um, I think cycling it's sort of a quite low impact sport, and I think it's more quite endurance also. Is it? Yeah, focus so, on endurance. Yeah, interesting. Like, tell me, tell me more. Like, so you're you're a regular spin person, is that correct? <laughs> y- yes, I am. So you're, um, you frequent spin. <laughs> I, I do. I do. You enjoy um, it? I, I do. Um, I think initially, sort of initially, I was um, more. I spend more time sort of riding outdoors on the road. Mm. I think um, of late, um, I haven't sort of done as much because I think cycling outdoors is only fun if you're in a pack. Yeah. I think if you're doing it alone, it, it can be quite challenging, especially if it's windy. Mm. Um, it's kind of like hunting, isn't it? It is, the yeah. In the pack. Yeah, it's sort of, the, you know, if you're in a pack, you know, it becomes much easier too. Yeah. But um, spin's a lot of fun. I think spin is, is, is an adaptation of outdoor cycling mm. in the sense mm. that, you know, you're, it, it's much more intense too. Um, so you're doing sort of sprints, yeah. um, you know, here and there. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's also in a dark room, <laughs> darkish room. Yeah. Um, and oftentimes with the instructor yelling at you, telling you to keep sprinting. Um, so in, in a way, you know, I would consider that off-season training maybe. Yeah. And so like, in terms of distances, how, how far would you would you do? I think the, the, the class is often t- 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, so I think I calculated ones that... We would do around probably twenty five to thirty k's in right. during that time. But it's all sort of quite high intensity stuff. Yeah, and I yeah, because I think usually if it's outdoors, um, to ride that distance, it probably takes about you know just under an hour. Right. So yeah, and I think so in swing classes, you know, even if you so if you minus the the, the times when you sort of spend doing weights and yeah. your bike, probably equates to around half an hour of actual riding. And, and that's, would... that's minus with an M, right? Yeah, yeah that's okay. right. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, I mean, in that half an hour, if you're covering 25 to 30 Ks, that's pretty quick. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's, that's quite good and, you know, gets the heart rate up, keeps you... No, it does. It, it, um, it is a bit of fun. You yeah. get to sort of um, sometimes meet new people too, so that's always fun too. Yeah, meet and greet sesh. A meet and greet sessions, um, yeah. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, sometimes they're a bit of fun, but yeah. no, um, not for everyone though. I have to say, you reckon? No, no. it might be too. The music might be too loud for some people, or just not quite the vibe. What type? What type? What type? What type of music are they blaring in the uh, in the old spin sessions? Oh, all sorts actually. Yeah. Um, I have to say, but it's a mixture. You know, sometimes they play some Jay Z, some oh, Drake. They do. Play... What sort of Jay Z are they rocking with? Well, I mean, they're, they're sort of the classics. You know, the Empire State of Mind, oh, for okay. example. You know, and they, you know, they, recently, you know, there's been some Drake songs too. Ah. I can't say I'm a big Drake fan, so oh, really? I don't know many of the songs. How many, yeah, how many Drake songs do you know? Uh, Zero. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, for me to know a song means I need to know a part of the lyrics, and I don't know any of the lyrics of the Drake song. Really? What about what's the Drake song? Um, God's plan. You know God's plan. Well, I know of God's plan. I, yeah. I can't proclaim to know <laughs> the lyrics of the song, so I'm not a Drake fan. Uh, uh, really, the Sixth God. He's, you know, it's called the Sixth God. Is he? Yeah. Do you know why? No. Because well, I think I believe it's because Toronto has a postcode, oh. which is six. I think. Okay. I think we'll have to. There might be another Zanzibar, but we'll have to fact yeah, check. Fact, fact check fact that. Yeah, because yeah, you know it's called the the sixth god. So, uh-huh. and I believe it's because of his uh, origins being right. in uh, Toronto. I see. So you know, yeah. So what else? So they're playing some a bit a bit of Drake. That, yeah, a bit of Drake. Um, they've been Drake. Drake. They did some Jay Z, yeah. and then I think more broadly, just some. What um, Jay Z are they playing? Uh, and as mentioned, I think Empire State was the only one that they've played oh, okay. so far. Yeah. I mean, they might. I think there there has been some remixes, which I don't recognize. But <laughs> and, but do you recommend? 
Oh, some of which I'm not sure to be honest. Oh, okay, um, so neither recognize nor recommend. So yeah, not not worth listening to. No, there, oh. there there was one I think although there was one that they played. I believe it was a mashup of all the songs in 2021. Oh jeez, uh, yeah, that sounds disgusting. Yeah, it it sounded quite yeah not not very pleasant at all. No, but yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I think when you're in there, sometimes I just fade out the music anyway. <laughs> Just concentrate on the pain. Yeah, on the pain. <laughs> no pain, no gain. Exactly. So. No, I mean, are you able to, like, suggest songs? So, yeah, so, yeah, you are. You are. So, I think that's when you sort of speak to people, the instructor, and say, hey, you know, mm. the next session you want this up. I so. reckon you should totally... By the way, yeah, I reckon you should totally just be like, look, we have a playlist, Discoveries 2021. Mm. By the way, I hope uh, some of our listeners have been able to listen to Lanx. Mm. Um, big fans of his. Yeah, I, I think Lang's is, is a bit underrated. I reckon it's sorely underrated. Yeah, I and think. Yeah. <laughs> you know, another thing I was thinking about. Actually, another thing about I was listening. To, have you heard the song Paper Planes? Yes, I have. But MIA? Yes. I should be listening to that on repeat a lot. Oh, you have? I Why? just think it's. I just like, like, I like the song. Okay. And I think it's just like a. <laughs> I think it's a great song, nice rhythm, and it's just catchy. Hmm. You know? <laughs> so we know someone who is. Um, uh, well, we so we should say we're attending a joyful event soon, mm, and are. as part of the sort of process of letting them know an RSVP. What does RSVP actually stand for? That's a good question. I have no idea. That's another thing I have to check out. Mm. Anyway, so we figured out the RSVP, and they asked, "What song will get you on the D floor?" Mm. Did you answer that question? I think. Oh, I did. What Beethoven? No, <laughs> no, I, I did. I think I, I th- oh. I actually could remember, but I remember, I remember putting down, I remember spending some time thinking about it and yeah. I think I said anything except for, oh. so I, but I couldn't remember exactly <laughs> what I put down as an except. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I saw that question. I'm like, one, great question. Two, like, I, I, I wasn't in the right, I mean, I wasn't in a great place to answer it, not like mm. mentally and stuff, but like, I was just, I don't know, I was, I was away. Mm. And I needed, you're right, like you, you did the right thing, you thought about it. Because I, I submitted the form, I honestly can't remember what I wrote, mm. but like the first things that came to mind, I'm like, look, I'm not sure if the crowd would like that. I would like that, I'm not sure the crowd would, but I think Paper Planes would be a great one, don't you reckon? Oh, that would be a good one, actually. Yeah. And you would know the lyrics because you've listened to it a lot. a lot. Exactly. So like, I don't know, we might have to, look, I know this is, you know, the you know, very, people that we like a lot are very, you know, very, very good people are planning this event. And we, you know, are in contact with them. I don't think we're necessarily going to say, look, we should, you know, mm. they should change their playlist. No. But it'd be great if this song happens to come on at that mm. occasion. I think it'd be, it'd be great. Hopefully it does. Yeah. Do you have any other songs that you wouldn't mind sort of uh, hearing at that occasion? Hearing at that occasion? I think I'm, I'm sort of a, a bit sentimental person. I, I yeah. think I don't mind the early 2000s. Exactly. And Exactly. I was thinking like... Early 2010s, if you yeah. can hit, rip off a few of those. Exactly. Like, that would be classic. Yeah. That would just be magnificent. Actually, I think that, would, that might have been what I said. Mm. Exceptions. I think anything except something from the 2020s or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Like, look, we can't, <laughs> I think, the cutoff is like 2015, nothing yeah, after 2015. That's true. Like, I mean, look, I wouldn't even be adverse to some of the JB's earlier work. Mm. Like, some of the early stuff. It was pretty good. Like, it, it you know... Compared to some of them, look, I think it depends. I'm, I, I haven't. I mean, look, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Jay, I don't follow you know Justin Bieber like I follow Langs mm. or you know some of our other favorites like um, Kamaliza. But you know some of his early stuff is good. I can't comment on some of his um, his more his more recent stuff. But mm. yeah, I don't know anything from like yeah two thousands until yeah. 
20, like 2015, you think? I would say even earlier, even 2013. Exa- I reckon that was peak. And yeah. like more for like nostalgic reasons. Mm, like the exactly. song songs is just like, they just age well. Yeah. And, and it's like... And they're danceable. Exactly. And I think that's the thing. It's like, you know, mm. especially if, if people are sort of well-dressed, you want something that's... Like, I think, you know, like the... the you need... If like, I think it was, if you're well-dressed, you don't really want to just like dance a lot because I don't even know, you sort of mess up your look. But if the song is good enough, then you're dragged out of your chair and you're dancing. Mm. So oh, that's like, there's, I think there's, you know, there's a decent amount of pressure on the old uh, DJ, mm. but I think it's a really smart move. by To um, ask for requests. You're really, yeah. Yeah. And you tailor to everyone's... Exactly. Because someone, like, someone's yeah. going to be like, I'm not going to discuss my song. And then if you're on a table and someone's like, that's my song, you have to. You have to. You have to rise. You have to do I it. I mean, you know... <laughs> All of us, yeah. Like you just have to, you have to rise and you know hit the old D floor. Mm. Have you picked your uh, your suit for that for that occasion? No, I have not, and that's um. I mean, I probably don't know. I mean, any sort of suit probably will do. You know, yeah, neither. Yeah, no. <laughs> Actually, no. I'll I'll put a lot of thought into it. You put a lot of thought into it. <laughs> yeah, no, not really. That's where I said you just have to look presentable. Exactly. You know, and um, we can't overdress either. So, or exactly. underdress for that matter. That's very interesting. Exactly. <laughs> By the way, this is one for the audience. If someone wears jeans to an engagement party, is that being underdressed or not? Oh. Again, there is definitely a right answer. So please, um, if you do have an opinion, um, you can actually check check us out on Instagram. What else? What uh, Instagram is? Oh, Saba underscore Lira, Lira. I believe so. S A B A underscore L I. L I R A Saba Lira, mm-hmm. so you can you know send us a send us a message through there, mm. or uh, send us an email via www.www.shepherdbridgetower.com. Hmm, it will be interested in your thoughts. Maybe. Absolutely, because as I said, this is this is a bit like the um, like the cereal and milk, uh, question that we asked last week. Hmm. There is a right answer, I guarantee you, but we'd like to hear what you think. Mm. So, yeah, again, um, send us a message on Instagram, send us an email, get in touch with us, let us know your thoughts. Indeed, indeed. But, no, thank you for joining us again this time. Yeah, no, it's been, uh, you know, it's been good to have a chat, Henry. It's nice to know that we're still friends and we haven't drifted <laughs> away yet. So we shall uh, continue this journey. This journey and uh, look, you know that if 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 this podcast ever stops, know that two you know once housemates have drifted away like you know two boys in mm. the ocean mm. and somehow the currents have taken them different ways. Mm. I don't know how that works. I'm not sure if that's like. <laughs> Is that an depiction? I'm well, I'm not sure if that can happen. No. But like yeah, I mean how, that's a good point. If you drop two boys in the ocean, will they drift apart? Yeah. Maybe that's an experiment. Exactly. Or, you know, if you're an oceanographer or... If, I don't know. If, yeah. you know not, if, if you know about Ocean oceans... Ocean currents here? Tell us. What mm. happens if you drop two boys in, in, um, in an ocean? And then what happens when you drop two boys wearing shorts <laughs> in an ocean? Hopefully they don't drown. <laughs> Nonetheless, thanks for your time. See you next time. I'm Shepard Richtower. And I'm Henry Dubois. <laughs>